Welcome to the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast. I'm your host, Brooklyn, and I'm sharing how unconscious reprogramming helped me eliminate my own misophonia after more than 20 years of suffering. I'm also sharing how I support my clients using the same tools and modalities to help them lessen trigger sounds, alleviate the suffering they experience from misophonia, and create more joy in their lives. My degree in communication, coupled with my training and certification in working with the unconscious mind, creates a coaching environment with a unique approach to get you results. So with that being said, let's dive into the show. everyone. Welcome to season two of the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast. The podcast has almost a thousand downloads at the time of recording this, which is absolutely amazing because when I started this podcast, I truly didn't know what would become of it, if anyone would listen, if it would find the people who needed it. And I received countless emails and DMs and messages about how the podcast has resonated for you and how my story has given you hope. And that is something that I don't take lightly. It's a responsibility that really motivates me to show up and continue making the show. And as you know, creating a podcast isn't free. It requires the equipment and the software and the hosting services and the time and the effort that goes into it. And so knowing that all of that is paying off is a really cool thing. So I am super excited to be launching season two And in honor of this new season, you may have also noticed we have some new branding. I invested in some branding for the podcast, for my signature program, and also my brand as a whole. And so I'm super excited to start rolling that out because the podcast truly deserves a little more love than what it had in season one. And it's thanks to all of you who are listening and downloading it and subscribing and Make sure you leave a rating and all that good stuff. It truly helps the people who need it to find it. And I'm very grateful for the support that the podcast has had so far. And I'm super excited to dive into season two. And of course, this episode is coming out a little bit later in the week than usual. But moving forward, we're going to be back to that regular schedule. New episodes on Monday all throughout season two. So That is super exciting. And now we're going to dive into today's episode, and I'm letting you in on a little secret, which is one of my most valuable questions that I often ask myself and a question that I also ask my clients or suggest that they ask themselves. And the question is, is this useful? Now, before we go too deep into the episode and we start kind of breaking down what that question means, I want to share some results from inside round two of the Rewire Misophonia at the Source coaching program. So we've already had students reporting improvements in just two weeks of the program, which is really cool and very unexpected because in the first launch, students reported shifts starting in weeks three and four. So for students to already be experiencing a positive shift just in week two is something that I'm really excited about and lets me know that the feedback that I got from the first round that I then implemented for round two, that it is, it's doing its job and it's working and the program is becoming even more effective as we go forward. And so I can't wait to see what round two 
what all of the members' results will be like after week four and at the end of the program. So I'm super excited about this and really, really grateful that I get to support them. And looking forward to launching round three. Round three won't be starting until 2024. We'll be launching toward the end of the year. But don't worry, I am working on something really cool to kind of fill the space between now and then. So keep your eyes open, your ears, no, your eyes peeled, your ears open, you get it. Anyway, let's go back to diving into today's episode, which is the question of, is this useful? This question is like my secret weapon, and this is a question that I developed from Rapid Resolution Therapy, created by Dr. John Connolly. So credit where credit is due, this is a philosophy, if you will, that John preaches, which is, I shouldn't say preach, but teaches or encourages, that's really asking yourself, is this action, is this thought, is this process actually useful for me? And this has been a game changer when it comes to misophonia, but also so many things in my life. You can use this question almost anywhere in your life. And of course, we're going to focus it on misophonia, right? Because that's what this podcast is all about. But I think you'll see after this episode how you can begin asking yourself this question really anytime that you feel stuck or unsure or just kind of blah, right? So the question is, is this useful? And I love this question because it helps you break the pattern and get your unconscious mind on the same page as to what's worth your time and what isn't. It helps you take more of an objective look at what's going on inside, you know, that little old brain of yours. And again, this is for misophonia and anything else, right? So for example, I talked about my journey with misophonia and how I started eliminating these trigger sounds, but the one that was really sticking was throat clearing. And even now in my journey, this is a trigger sound that I'm still working on. So throat clearing doesn't cause me to feel anger, rage, panic like it used to, but it does still occasionally bother me. And so this is something that even I am still working on. And so I will ask myself this question before allowing myself to go down the rabbit hole that is, okay, why is this person clearing their throat? Do they understand how gross this is? Do they need water? Do they need to step outside? Are they sick? Like, why do they keep doing this? Do they know how annoying they are? And if you have misophonia, this is probably a rabbit hole or a thought spiral that you can relate to. And so we tend to, as we're rewiring the mind, and I've seen this with myself and with my clients, we can get past the actual sound being dangerous. So we have this pattern. Misophonia is this developed pattern, right? Where it's like unconscious mind hears a sound determines that sound to be dangerous, and so it creates an emotion in you to get you to eliminate the threat. So maybe it creates anger to get you to leave the room. And so with my clients and with myself, I could rewire the way that my mind viewed the sound so the the mind no longer views it as dangerous, in quotes, but then I would find myself making up these other excuses to give myself a valid reason to want that sound to stop. And so now, instead of seeing it as a danger, I'd be like, well, ugh, don't they know how annoying it is? Or don't they know how gross that is? Or if, they, if they're sick, they should just stay home. And we find these other spirals 
to get us to be able or, or to be able to validate for ourselves why this sound should stop or why this person shouldn't be making that sound. And so what I like to ask myself when I find myself in this thought spiral, and again, I ask this of my clients too, I say, is this thought process useful, right? So for example, is me thinking about my coworker, so I know that this throat clearing is no longer causing rage, panic, fear, but at times it's still creating disgust, right? I'm like, why do they have to clear their throat every 30 seconds? Like, do they hear themselves? And so when I notice that thought pattern going, I'll break it and I'll ask myself, is this thought pattern serving me? Is this useful? Is understanding the motivation behind my coworker's throat clearing going to be useful to me? And the answer is no. And how do I know that? How do I know that it's not useful? Because I know what my end goal is. My end goal is to be able to sit at work and be able to do my work in peace and not be distracted all day long. And so the thought process of why are they clearing their throat really isn't that useful to me because the thought process itself is causing me to focus on the throat clearing and distracting me from the work that I want to do. And so I know that thought pattern isn't useful because it's not helping me get to the end goal of being able to accomplish my work. And so this question of is it useful can be really really useful, right? Pun intended, or I don't I don't know if that's a pun, but a coincidence, I guess, but it can be really helpful in how you move forward because what it allows me to do is it allows me to cut off and stop that thought spiral before I find myself in a place of rage, panic, frustration, or getting to the place where I feel like I need to take an action to get that sound to stop or to eliminate whatever it is that I'm hearing. And so when I hear my coworker clearing her throat and I find myself in that in that thought pattern at the beginning of it of like, why do they have to do this? Stopping that thought pattern before it continues, it allows me to remain aware of the sound without actually following that thread. And that thread is what ultimately leads me to being triggered, right? Now, is asking this question one time, is it going to clear up any future confusion that your mind might have around this stimulus? Probably not, because your mind is following an installed pattern. But this is a way to interrupt the pattern, and the more you do it, well, the more we get the good news to the unconscious unconscious mind of like, hey, this thing isn't valuable, this thing isn't worth our time, let's move on. And the more and more that you do that, the less you have to consciously intervene to break that pattern because now your mind starts to realize and normalize like, oh, this thing isn't worth our attention. And you'll start noticing that you notice the sound less and less. And I actually have a podcast episode from season one all about how a heightened awareness of your trigger sounds can actually be a really helpful thing because it turns your attention to something that you may need to work on. And so when you find yourself triggered, I have clients who have said to me, like, I don't know why I'm still so frustrated, like I've done the modules and I've done the recordings, but there's still like this one sound or these two sounds that still really, really bother me. And I'll usually say to them something along the lines of, well, rather than beating yourself up for it, why don't you thank your mind for bringing this to your attention 
because it gives you the opportunity and the awareness to, again, shift this pattern. And I believe I've talked about this in another another podcast episode as well, but I like to use the example of biting my lips because this is a pattern that I'm actively working to break and biting my lips is something that I've done for years and years. I can't remember a time that I didn't do it. I do it when I'm bored. I do it when I'm anxious. I do it when I'm frustrated. And it's like tearing up the inside of my lips. And I especially notice that if I'm eating anything kind of spicy, it burns the inside of my mouth. And so this is a habit that I was doing it so often and so unconsciously that I could be doing it for five plus minutes before I even realized it. And so what would happen is when I would catch myself biting my lips, I would get angry with myself because I would be like, man, I have this intention of not biting my lips and I keep messing up. Like, why do I keep messing up? This is so frustrating. And so what was happening is my mind was bringing this to my attention because my mind knows that I have an intention to stop doing this, right? And so it's bringing it to my attention so that I'm aware of the pattern so that I can continue to find ways to interrupt it. But when I tell mind, oh, this is so frustrating, I'm so stupid, I'm so dumb, why do I keep doing this? Mind gets the message of, oh, bringing them to awareness or bringing awareness of them biting their lips is a bad thing, so I'm not going to inform them anymore of this habit. And so what happens is that habit continues. I'm gonna continue biting my lips and I might not even notice And I'm still going to experience the consequences of that, which again is like the inside of my lips being torn up or chapped or not being able to eat spicy foods. I'm still experiencing the consequence. It's just now I've lost the awareness, which means I've lost the ability to actually do something about it because it's difficult to shift a pattern if it's happening automatically and it's happening outside of your conscious awareness. And so if you're doing the work and you've noticed that you're making shifts and you're not experiencing misophonia as harshly as you had before and you're really excited about that progress, and then maybe you come up to a sound that's really frustrating and it sends you into a rage and you find yourself crying and you're like, why is this happening? Like, why am I going backwards? Instead, this is an opportunity to say, thank you, mind, for bringing this to my awareness. Clearly, I still have some more work to do. So even today, I was sitting at work and I had a coworker who was clearing her throat really often. It was probably every 20 seconds. She was clearing her throat really loudly to the point where I was like down the hall and I could still hear it in my office, right? And so I found myself not necessarily frustrated or or panicked, but I found myself for sure annoyed. And so I told myself, I was like, I need to take note of this because this is a reminder for me that I still have some more work to do. And so because I had that awareness of that sound, now I'm able to do the work, I'm able to interrupt that pattern so that I start noticing the throat clearing less and less. So you might notice that you start noticing your trigger sounds a bit more and they become heightened and it's because your mind is bringing to conscious awareness the patterns that still need reprogrammed. And so going back to the purpose of this episode, that question, is it useful, can help you identify which patterns are useful, which aren't, and which ones you really want to take the time to shift or reprogram. So for example, when I start that thread of, why are they doing this? Are they sick? This is so gross. Don't they know how loud they are? When I cut that off and I ask myself, is this thought process useful? No, it's not. So if I want to shift this thought process that isn't providing value to me, how do I do that? 
And that allows me to brainstorm and continue doing the work so that I don't have to consciously keep having that intervention, but instead I'm able to do the unconscious or subconscious work to create that or create that change at the root level. So then the effects of that become automatic rather than something that I have to do consciously all the time. And I know I'm saying a whole bunch of words and this might be kind of confusing, but really it just comes down to being aware of the patterns that you have in your mind and the mind creates patterns, right? To make our lives easier. Imagine if every time you drove home from work, you had to think about exactly the route that you were taking home. You had to remember each street name and which direction to go and which turns to make. And then if there was construction, imagine if you had to pull over and you had to get out a map to get you home, right? Your brain creates these patterns and routines to make life easier. And so if we've noticed that we're in a routine or we have a pattern that isn't very useful, that's when we get to do the work and say, okay, this is something I want to shift. I want to create new neural pathways to create an even better pattern that's going to serve me. And so it really starts with that amazing question, is this useful? Because again, if, if, you're, if you're still struggling with this, right, it helps. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, it helps to have your end goal in mind. So with misophonia, maybe your end goal is to not notice these sounds and to not be bothered by them. So then you could ask yourself the question, well, is me analyzing this person's behavior going to get me to that end goal? The answer is probably no. And so now you know, okay, how can I shift that thought pattern? How can I interrupt the need to analyze the behavior which is causing me to, or which my mind is then responding to and and causing me to feel a certain way, right? And this is just one way to pattern interrupt or interrupt a pattern, but there are other things that we can do too. And these are also things that I've done for myself and things that I've done with my clients. So for me, when I would hear someone clear their throat before I did any of this work, my reaction was usually I would like flinch. I would plug my ear and make some kind of internal sound to kind of block out the noise and it would get more intense with each throat clearing to like maybe the point I would even close my door and I would be crying and and putting in headphones and playing music and doing whatever I could to block out that sound. And so rather than allowing that pattern to continue, I would find ways to interrupt the pattern. And maybe it's something as silly as doing a huge dorky smile. It sounds really dumb, but I'm telling you I've used it and it works. And I've also had clients do this and it works, okay? So what, think of whatever your typical reaction is. Maybe it's putting in earplugs, leaving the room, crying, yelling at someone. What is something different that you can do so that you can break that pattern in the moment and also you can document that awareness and say, okay, this is I still have some work to do on this, right? And also in the moment, you can interrupt that pattern because the more times we interrupt it, We start to normalize to the mind like this thing isn't actually worth our attention. So maybe you do some big goofy smile. Maybe you do like a a wave of the hand, almost like you're waving the sound out of view. Maybe you do a dance move, whatever it is, right? It sounds, again, so dumb, but it works. I've done it for myself. I've done it with my clients. And guess what? You might feel silly. You might feel weird doing like a hand movement or a big dorky smile, But I'll ask you what's worse, feeling silly in the moment, like what am I doing? Or 
feeling rage and fury. Trust me, feeling silly and feeling like, what am I doing, is definitely a lot better than feeling really frustrated or anxious or panicked or whatever it is. And so again, you're interrupting that pattern for two reasons. One, so that you're not experiencing the consequences of that pattern. And two, because then it gives you that awareness of, oh, this is something that I want to continue working on. So hopefully this was helpful, this was useful. Again, that question of, is this useful, can really help you start to become aware of the things that you might want to shift and reprogram so that you can install things that are even more valuable even more helpful. So I had a lot of fun recording this. I hope you got something out of it. I know this is one of those episodes where I really kind of went into the weeds and kind of just rambled and talked. And normally I kind of am a bit, oh, my cat is like chasing after a bug or something in the living room or in the kitchen. I'll have to investigate that when I wrap this up. But anyway, Normally I like I feel like I'm more like higher level and this time I really got into the weeds. So I hope you stayed with me and I hope that this question really provides a lot of value to you. And if it does, I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email, you can reach out to me over on Instagram. I'm at Brooklyn Dish. I will put my handle in the show notes. And I'm so happy that we are back. He's still attacking whatever's in the kitchen. I'm so excited that we are back for season two, and I will catch you in the next episode.